Okay, bet. Yo, welcome to Bonnet Brothers' first inaugural podcast episode. My name is Kari Brown. I'm a fourth-year student here at the University of Georgia, and I'm here with... Nixon, and I'm also a fourth-year student here at the University of Georgia. Real quick, we're going to do some quick introduction. Nixon, what's your major? I'm an MIS and econ double major. Oh, yeah. He's he's big brain, folks. He's big brain. <laughs> Type shit. I'm a finance major with a computer. Oh, shit. Computer science minor. <laughs> First episode, so, you know, we're still getting the kinks in. Yeah. But we got to do a special shout out to our sponsor for our first episode as you see shalom silkies we're gonna tag her and put get her at let's i'm gonna put it right above my finger right here pop it's gonna pop up and we got the bonnets on because we're the bonnet brothers and we got a discount code for y'all if y'all go in her site and type in bonnet brothers all caps you're gonna get a special surprise discount code shout out shalom silkies man not for real all right Let's let's get into our first topic. You want to introduce us, Nixon? So today we're gonna to talk about starting off. We're gonna talk about relationships. Type shit, type shit. What about relationships are we talking about? So in relationships, there's always talks about and arguments about how much a man should contribute, how much a woman should contribute. So we're gonna talk about fifty fifty. So how do you feel about fifty fifty? I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like personally, and this might get into a long rant. So just tell me to shut up when I start rumbling. But I feel like 50-50 is the only way to go in a marriage and in a, in a relationship. And hear me, this is why. Pe- women always complain about how they're treated as, you know, less than equal, right? Yeah. I feel like that spawns from the financial thing. If you're not putting in equal, you're going to be treated as then less than equal. If you as a woman want your respect and you want to be seen as an equal, I think you need to contribute as an equal because when a man is paying for everything he's gonna start to feel like i can just do whatever i want because you know i'm the big boss i'm the big honcho he's gonna start to lose respect for you because he's doing everything but if you're like nah i'm paying for shit i'm putting in for stuff i'm carrying my weight then it's gonna be easier for there to be a sense of mutual respect that's my point what about you i feel like i i agree with your with the first point but i don't feel like it's a like disrespect disrespect point if not putting in, I feel like as a man, you should contribute. You should like be there for your, your significant other and pay for everything type shit. But like, I feel like as a woman, you should also provide for your man and be there for him when he needs you. Okay. So I agree with you, but pay for dates. But when it comes to the serious stuff, I'm talking about like mortgage, true, kids, like bills and all that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. okay. So you're saying that like, should be 50 50, but the other, the romantic stuff. That should be all on the man? Nah. That's equal. I'm saying as a, in the beginning, when you're dating. Facts. The man should pay for everything type shit. But okay, like okay, okay. when it comes to like adults, you're like big bills, mortgages, phone bills, who's going to do this this weekend, who's going to do that? I feel like y'all should definitely like split that up 50-50. Okay. And let me throw in, let me just throw in a twist. Let's say you're dating a professional athlete who just won the U.S. Open. Shout out Coco. Or you're just dating a boss girl. Um, she's a software engineer at Google. Yeah, she's a big time corporate lawyer, and right now she's making more money than you. Is it still you're? But you're you're making money. Yeah. But she's just you know she's just making more. Yeah. Sometimes the woman just be on her A game. She's just making more. Is it still fifty fifty? Or is it still shit. the man should pay for everything if she's making more and 
you're making a respectable amount too, mm-hmm. but she's making like a hundred k, two hundred k more. Like it's a di- there's like a she's gap. making like close to a meal type shit. Like yeah, she's make you're making like you're making a respectable. Yeah. Amount. Let's say you're making like two hundred, three hundred respectable, yeah, respectable amount. Yeah, but she's making like a mill. Okay, I mean I feel like if she's making a mill. I shouldn't be working. <laughs> I, should, <laughs> I should be a stay stay at home husband at that point. But like, facts, facts. Shit. We're we're turning I mean, the tide. If your girl is making a meal, fellas, stay, stay home. home. Stay at home. Stay home. There's learn no, how to cook. Learn how to clean. Exactly. That's, that would be me. I'll cook and clean. There's fellas. Don't let nobody tell you. There's no shame in that. There's at all. no shame at in all. that. No shame at all. If she's making a meal plus. Stay at home. Stay at home. Cooking clean, bro. And slang that thing. Not for real. For real. <laughs> you got to keep her. <laughs> Just keep her happy, bro. You know how Not to keep real, her girl yeah, happy. Keep her happy type shit, yeah. Okay. I think that was a great discussion on 50-50. Let's jump into our next. I'll introduce our next topic. <sighs> so, you know there are trends. Girls be saying this, saying that. I'm going to introduce two, two trends that are just trending right now. And we're going to talk about them. The first is the as a man. Because they the trend these trends go together. The first trend is as a man. And the second trend is the sassy man apocalypse. Now I'm gonna ask you first, how do you feel about these two trends? I I really don't fuck with the as a man as a man trend. It's funny though. It's funny, but well, sassy man apocalypse, because that shit's funny as fuck to me. But why like, don't you mess with the first one? Cause I feel like it's funny to a point that it's almost like demeaning to the male population in a way. Do you think girls are serious when they say it? Nah. You think so? You think it's all jokes? I think it's all jokes. I think some girls be serious when they say that, bro. Loki. I be hearing yeah. my. Fr- Should I name drop our friend? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Shout out Amaka. <laughs> Amaka knows she's gang. It's all love, but she be saying as a man occasionally, and I think she be. I think she be dead ass serious when she say it. She don't be saying nothing crazy, but when she says that, I think she be serious. So I think sometimes they are serious. Me, my opinion on them, I think they're both stupid. Like I said in my earlier point, I think when you have gender roles, yeah, that's when the toxicity comes, comes from. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't, as women, you can't complain about toxic men, toxic masculinity, and then when a man shows you his emotions, shows you he loves you, shows you he cares, shows some femininity. Because there's nothing wrong with as a man having some femininity. You were, you, if that's you have real. a mom yeah. in your life. You should have some sort of feminine touch. Like your mom should, you know, give you some type of tender heart so you, you know, you know how to deal with people. And your dad can give you that too, but you should definitely have some feminine touch for your mom. But you can't sassify a man and as a man a man, but then when a nigga beats you <laughs> Like no 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 no. When when niggas are beating women and doing stuff like that, you can't be mad because like that man who is beating on women he probably didn't have a mother role model in his life to teach him how to be tender, how to be soft. So you gotta, you can't, you can't have it both ways. You didn't want a soft man or abuser. I'm sorry. Okay, so I don't condone that message. <laughs> we don't condone. Don't, we also, don't condone abuse. Also, so I'm just saying. I think y'all get my point. Like, if, if you can't shame a soft man because the opposite of that is a toxic man who puts his hand on women, and we don't want that. Real. That's real. But I also don't feel. I also feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy point. I also don't, I also feel extreme like extreme point. That was the extremes. That was the extremes for sure. That was very extreme. But I f- also feel like you should also find balance within the femininity and masculinity that you have within yourself. Because if you're too feminine, you're definitely gonna be sassy and 
that's just gonna very much throw every, everything off like facts and make sure you always not to be too masculine because then you're gonna come off too dominant you're gonna fuck shit up you're gonna think you're always in control and i feel like you should just chill and just trying to find balance i think within you, that i think you just explained it perfectly men balance don't be too feminine don't be too masculine find that healthy balance of both don't be beating on your girl bro and don't please don't bonnet brothers do not condone beating on we not, women we do not condone that we, yeah if you're getting beat on just let us know and we'll we'll, we'll get him jump real quick for real for real for real, for real. We, we know people especially on this campus we go out we mentioned we go to university of georgia yeah go dogs go dogs yeah good i guess yeah for, forget feet, it hopefully i i guess yeah uh, uh, i'm alabama uh, sucks but uh, <laughs> we can talk about that later <laughs> yeah this is not a this is not a sports podcast yeah but um okay let's get into our next topic we're going a little bit off of relationships but we're still gonna we're gonna focus on the black community nixon is hip-hop detrimental to the black community yes and no Okay. I feel like hip-hop definitely gets us going, and I feel like in a way it unites the black community, but at the same time, I feel like it promotes behaviors that don't really support us and uplift us for us to actually like build wealth for all of us instead of we, I feel like we all just help one artist when the artist should help us in a way to build us up for generational wealth. Okay. What artists are you listening to that's rapping about a generational wealth? And not I don't like mean that, this in like a sarcastic like, way. None. Nobody raps about that. I feel like you don't think Kendrick and J Cole they be talking about it from they time talk to about time. they talk about like the but they're not giving shit. you step by yeah. step. Jay Z, remember that? Um, what's that album? The last album he released, Life of. Let me Google it. Give me one second. Let's see. What was that last album he released, bruh? Last Jay Z album. Cause remember, do you remember the verse where he's talking about buy a painting, keep on to it, flip it? Yeah, but that's expensive though. When you think about it, it's like it's game though. It's that, game. Them, them paints are expensive. It's elitist game. It's, it's definitely yeah. the, no, the normal everyday Joe, especially. Can, we, can I say? Can I say? Can I say the N word on this podcast? I guess niggas from the hood are not buying million dollars paintings. Regular middle class people aren't buying middle class paintings, but it is game. It is game, and I'm not gonna. What was story of OJ? Story of OJ was that the name of the album? Nah, four four four. I think was the album. Four 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 was the album, but I think the song was story of OJ. Yeah, that's it. But anyways, that's a rapper that does some lyrical spiritual stuff. But he also too, he rapped about selling drugs. Me, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a Christian. I try to be a Christian. I fall short some days. I do better than I, uh, on some days than other days. But I feel like all secular music is bad it's definitely something i personally struggle with not even on a religious level but just on a like conscious level like you're listening to that and you're listening to rappers talk about killing other black males promis dem like demeaning women like a whole bunch of negative things yeah and you realize it puts it into the did you see the video of it the young kids vibing to anti menace did you ever see nah, that clip bro there was that. a clip of a middle school performance and it was like 10 years have you heard of anti menace yeah, by the way yeah so you know his type of yeah, music that's kind of crazy you know our type this was 10 year olds dancing to anti menace and i'm not gonna lie anti menace song goes crazy but 10 year olds <laughs> that's kind of crazy 10 year olds should not and that's to me is like okay like and it's not only the n-word and i don't think you should ever care how people view you but it does also cast a negative look to other races when they all the music we put out 
a lot of it has to do with violence towards each other. I we're mean, the only no, but we're the only race that talks about killing each other. No other race in this on this planet talks about killing each other the way black people in America talk about killing each other. And I think that's just something we don't talk about. I watch, I've been watching Boondocks recently. Great show, right? Boondocks is a goaded ten. And it talks about stuff like that. Nigga yeah. moments, like they had a whole episode on B E T. Yeah. I just feel like Nah that VMA performance with uh did you see that on Twitter? Uh who was it? Was it VMA's the recent award show where Suki Hana was on the floor? Yeah, let's not get that into was... that. <laughs> let's not get into that. That's uh, a whole it's, it's things like that. I feel like that get into the minds of the youth and kind of make them think and distort their mind on Cause how we should act as adults. I know my sister, she doesn't look up to Suki. But there's probably, there's probably there's some of parts people. of the country yeah. where young girls look up to Suki. That's all they have. That's and, their role models type shit. I'm not trying to hate on Sukiana. Sukiana, if you hear this, come on the podcast. We love to talk to you about it. We love to get deep into it. But like, I'm going to stand on it. You're not a good role model for young women. Maybe I don't know enough as a man. I shouldn't be. As a man, it's not my place to say. But I wouldn't want my sister looking up to Sugiana. And I'm just I don't gonna, think I would. <laughs> I want to view anyone looking up to Sugiana. <laughs> but anyways, I just feel like we we need to. There needs to be a, a a stop. A shout out Amaka again. She doesn't listen to secular music, and that's something I've been trying to do. But every time Lil Yachty. One of my favorite artists, Destroy Lonely. Every time they drop a new song. But I feel like it's different. I feel like you should, in a way, distance yourself from the message. I feel like you should vibe. Definitely listen to the music. I feel like the music is good. It has a, it uplifts your spirit. But in a way, don't let it How does get, listening to gangster killer music uplift your spirit? That shit motivates me. To do what? <laughs> it just Crash motivates out. me. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like shit like that is motivational. Like... Wake up, listen. Thug, it's the listen, first of the month. Yeah, type shit. But I also feel like the way you think is the way you see the world. So if you let the music you listen to influence the way you think and see the world, then it's a problem. And you you should distance yourself because you should understand that music is just someone's job, someone's hobby. And it's like music. I feel like is another language for someone to express themselves. And you shouldn't take it as a way to. I feel like use it to influence your life to make you do bad decisions. But you know. You know music is way more powerful than that. You know music causes revolutions. I know. Music shapes... I, music is generation. a language. Music is a voice. So you can't just say ignore but it and not let not it... Not like... It influences okay. culture, generations, people. I feel people. like... What's a violent song that's out there? They... Okay. You say on that thought. I just want to put this in. They killed Bob Marley because of how impactful his music. And I just want to throw that out there. The CIA... Kill, yeah, we don't like yeah, on this podcast. We don't like the government at all. Yeah. We're revolutionists at heart. Yeah, we're trying to get jobs and be corporate NPCs, but at hearts, me and Nixon, I think we can both say we're we're revolutionaries. Yeah. We don't we don't like the government. Obama, I don't like you either. Sorry, bro. <laughs> I don't like you, you either. Bomb the whole Middle I East. I don't care if you were the terrible. first black president, Obama. I don't like you. And I'll stand on that, and we're gonna clip that. But it's like that role models like that. I feel like Obama is a good role model, because like, listen, listen, the average American doesn't know what he did, all the bad things he did. It was on the news. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like if you're if you're a black kid and you see your president is black, I feel like you're gonna be more motivated to do bigger things with your life. Black kids, your role models should be Malcolm X, not Obama. There's another role model. 
that I'm going to bring it up. Fred Hampton, all black kids, your role dead, model. Though. Yes. All your role models are dead. Nine times out of ten, if the, a person you look up to who's big is still alive, they're not a good person. I hate to say that, real. but they're not a good person because they're real. alive for a reason. All the real niggas are dead. MLK, dead. Malcolm X, dead. Gandhi, dead. dead. But Fred Gandhi Hampton, was a bad person. Was he? Gandhi was a bad person. Oh, yeah. I did hear something yeah. about that. Gandhi was a bad person. Okay, but the message. That's a person who I'll say the message. What'd he do? Real quick. Real quick. What'd he it do? It was bad. What'd he do? I, can't, I don't want to say it on this podcast. It was bad. Chill. I'm just, it was bad. I don't know if it's true though. I wasn't there. But okay. like <laughs> the, the the debate's still out on Gandhi, but everybody else dead. But back to the black community. You're right, but that's a great point. Black community, all our role all role models used to be revolutionaries. Now they're rappers. And that's bad. Because rappers don't be great movie on Netflix. Netflix sponsor yeah. us. We just plugged y'all. Not for real. But um like like we were saying, there's a bunch of conspiracies. Reagan, what do you do to the black community? Flooded with drugs. Crack, yeah, they don't like us. They never will like us, and it's deeper than. I'm not talking about that Black Lives Matters bullshit. Your Instagram. That shit's fake. That's. By the way, white people, stop posting Black Lives Matter in 2023. Why? Because the organization is fake. I, I feel like you still raise awareness. Okay. White people. That's when you gotta distance yourself from the organization. Ways raise awareness for Black Lives, but please do not post any BLM. BLM was the movement is real. All the real people behind BLM got killed. That is true. The people real that die. <laughs> real another niggas point, die. We're gonna put that in bold. Somewhere here, real niggas die. The people behind BLM right now are a, there's farce. They're they're liberals, but they just it was just a money hunt for them. They don't, they don't really care about black knives. All the OG black who protested in Missouri, Ferguson, they're all dead. But anyways, I guess, okay, so white people don't stop posting BLM. Nah, I feel like we should all be but, together. But we that shouldn't. Is, I feel like it raises awareness. That that COVID Instagram, um, what's the word I'm thinking oh, of? Oh, that black post that... The, the black square, but what's the name of a activist? The Instagram activist epidemic was crazy. Like, no. There was a lot going on during the pandemic. But like so. that was bad. But people posted a story and thought they were like MLK. True. That I, is true. But no. I mean at the same time it's like the we are black man trend, that was disgusting. <laughs> <Chill>. <laughs> we <laughs> are black man. <laughs> I don't see now you're hating on the movement. I'm not That's hate, a problem. Not the movement, black though. people should is that the Okay. Movement? I feel like Okay, black people, black okay. people can get together, but you can't hate on it. It's okay, either gonna right. get they're gonna get together through rap, or they're gonna get together through uplifting themselves through uni- but unity. But let's do it in a better way. That was corny. I mean, that was corny. That was just for Instagram. That wasn't real. And they, and they were meeting at the local YMCA and actually talking. It was COVID. True facts. And they were getting on Zooms, and they you don't even have to be planning a revolution, but just simply talking to each yeah. other. We and should definitely hold more conversations as black men. That's all it takes is a conversation. But they weren't even doing that. They would post a picture where they thought they looked fly, tag seven other niggas, and go play 2K. <laughs> no, I'm not. That was corny. Real. But we we got off topic, but on topic at the same time. Okay, so what's your final points on hip hop? What is how does it need to move to make it better? Do we need more conscientious rap, or should we just stop rapping in general? Uh, I don't know. I love hip hop, but I feel like hip hop when it's some, real is great. When you're actually talking about your own struggle, 
It's like I feel like people used to rap about when when people were rapping about what they actual went through, not glorifying it, not being like, True. oh, it's cool that I just yeah, kill people. Kill yeah, not so, glorifying, just saying like that's how they have to live because that's the environment that but, the government put them in. That was cool. Now people just glorify violence, drugs, and sex, and to me, that is not cool. That's real. That is real. I get what you're trying to say, cause. But I feel like there isn't much that can happen because that's where the money is, and money is where money is power. And I feel like if that's sex, money, drugs to, gets that's why we have to destroy the system. Real, real, very real. If sex, money, drugs brings money, then they're gonna sell sex, money, and drugs. And going changing that in the future, I feel like that's gonna be very hard, unless like something almost crazy impossible. Happens. We're moving towards a dystopian society. I'm not gonna lie, I that want it to change. But it's just becoming more sex money and drugs. It's not getting even better. Technology is just making it worse. But For real. we can be the change if we want to. Something like that. I feel like change is hard. Change is hard. So is it just we're all screwed to just like live the best life you can? I want to be optimistic. About other people? I want to be optimistic in our future. But, but no, real, real talk. Is it for you? Mm-hmm. Be real. Is it I just got to live my best life I can? I got to be a good person the only way I know how? Or is it? Save the community. Save the community. That's why I'm MIS and econ. I'm trying to uplift the community, make sure everyone has access. To plug it. in, plug in your favorite thing. What's your favorite thing about um, economics, MIS? We'll start with the E. Economics? What's my favorite? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite. What, no, the ESG stuff oh, you be talking about. ESG. I mean, that's plug my favorite it. thing about economics. Uh, my favorite thing about economics is how it can be used to uplift communities. Like, And combining that with MIS, I can use data and technology to find ways to create equitable approaches for people to have access. So education. Wow, bro. Nice elevator pitch. (laughs) (laughs) I should be in an interview right now. (laughs) (laughs) Bro went into a full interview mode. (laughs) Relax, bro. My bad. bad. That is true. That is (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. okay. No, but that was facts. That was facts. That was facts. That was great. How do you, you know, feel? Yeah, me. <laughs> I think I talk a big talk about community, but at the end of the day, you can only. Wor- my parents tell me this all. You can only worry about yourself. That is real. My dad tells me all the time. I'm like, Dad, because my dad is fully aware too. I'm like, Dad, why don't we be like MLK? Why don't we be like Michael Mix? He looks at me because my dad is from Nixon. If you didn't know, Nixon's from Nixon's Nigeria. Nigerian. His parents are from Nigeria. A whole one side of the uh, black diaspora. I am African America. I'm an African American. My my dad is from Mississippi, and if you don't know the Mississippi Delta, that's the number one poorest area in the country. So that's where he's from. My mom is from Thompson, Georgia. Child, anybody in the country, that's the second poorest area in the country. So we both come from the extreme ends of the di- diaspora. Nixon comes from immigration in Nigeria, and he could probably do a whole episode about the corruptness of that, that government. What's going on over there? I could do a whole episode about the black pipe, but back to my dad, I ask him because he's very, he read Malcolm X's biography. He's very deep on that. He looks at me and he says, cause they're all dead. He doesn't want, he doesn't want to die. I'll and die for it. Real niggas die. I'll die for it. That is true. So is my dad Jesus not a died. real, is my dad not a real nigga? I mean, he's a real nigga, but, but he's not, he's not he's real. Scared. He's not. Yeah. I mean, he has a family and kids, you know, that's fact. That makes it hard to just die. That, that makes it hard to die. But dad, you're not a real nigga. <laughs> <laughs> We love our dads on this podcast. We love our dads. We love our dads. I love you, dad. But Nixon said you're not a real nigga. (laughs) But for real, for real, nah, it's real. I feel like if you can provide for your family, that's real as fuck. 
Yeah, and that's a that's a, I guess that's a good excuse not to become a revolutionary. Yeah, you got family and kids and but, people who love um, you. What was I trying to say? They're all dead, so it's just like I want a family and kids, and I hate to get all Adam Smith Marxism on them. Uh, we're going way off topic now, but is capitalism the best of all evils? No. No, it's not. Is it? No, we're, capitalism we're, is terrible. I'm not saying we should go to like communism. The, wait, but it's the same system that allowed your parents to immigrate over here and allowed them to upgrade their lives. It's the same system that's allowing you to upgrade your life, come out of college with a high-paying job that you can use to upgrade your life. You couldn't do that same, in socialism same, or communism. Okay, same system that has people in Michigan just now getting access to clean water, right? Same that's system what, that has what, millions wait. of poor of millions of homeless people in talk California, that shit, New talk York. Talk that shit. Talk that shit. Talk that shit. Talk, keep it's going. The same system that's ruining the environment. Talk that shit. Keep same going. system that's exploiting and fuck. What's the word? Extorting and demeaning people, immigrants all over the world okay. for capitalism. That's fact. I feel like most but that of way, but hear me out. That's why I said best of all evils. But like, listen. Would you? It's because no. Listen. It's because we're in America. Other countries, third world countries that America destroyed or capitalism destroyed. They're not saying, oh, my gosh, capitalism is so great. They're just trying to get their next meal. They're trying to get access to clean water. They're trying to survive. And we're out here thriving. I feel like we don't wake up at the worry about what we're going to eat. So would you? What you have in front of you? (laughs) Oh, you have a MacBook made by who? Okay. Made by who? Wait, what's the company? Apple. Apple. Where does Apple make their stuff? Probably from a mine in China. And who makes their stuff? Probably some Chinese workers and kids. Okay, so. Okay, listen. Mm. I just said we're in America. I'm not. I'm so, not. The thing is, back to uh, my point. Let me let me speak though. What's my point? Yeah. Would you give it up? Would you walk the walk? Would you give up? Yeah, for sure. Okay. If, I, if I knew that at the end of the walk, that the destination would be ten times better than this, and people. Other than me would have access to things like this. Yeah, I would walk the walk. Okay, so on our next episode, Nixon is gonna, not going to have any Apple devices or anything made by uh, Fortune 500 companies. I'm going to have a flip evil. phone. Not for real. I'm going to live off the grid. And if he doesn't, we're going to ridicule him and we're going to call him a, a liar. Me? I understand that capitalism sucks, but it's better than communism. Like, you just have to be frank about it. This might sound ignorant, but I'm going to be real. But I feel like... You, you are not giving up your right to private property but listen 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 listen. but wait you're not are you yes listen, or no are you giving up your right listen, to private property listen. just answer that and then i'll listen no because okay. i need i need to build wealth okay but listen and wait but wait listen. but let me one more point and i'll let you talk yeah capitalism is the only system that allows you to build wealth but it's the only system that will allow that we don't need to be wealthy what's the okay listen yeah i don't like bill gates is rich as fuck why would i need to be that rich like but you just said you wanted to build wealth but okay because mm. okay. you're right we don't need to be we wealthy. don't need to build but building Stop. wealth in capitalism is necessary so you're saying you're a result of the system the system is not a result of you yeah because i feel like i feel like before capitalism there was mercantilism right mm-hmm. and before that there was probably some other ism mm-hmm. and i feel like in the future maybe in the next 50 100 years there's going to be another ism where maybe capitalism won't be the best thing possible there will be something better and i feel like Com- capitalism is is on the is on the death like it's it's near its end and i feel like i hate capitalism, well, capitalism. <laughs> okay we're coming up on 30 minutes this is our first episode again shout out you see the logo is right there we're gonna put the discount code up we're gonna um show our website shout out gabby amazing yeah. amazing person great friend 
a real go-getter. She offered to sponsor our first episode and continue episodes for Bonnet Brothers. Gave us free bonnets. So we really just want to show love and shout out Gabby. She's a real yeah, one. Thank you. Go shop with Shalom Silkies. But if we wanted to summarize this first episode, how would you summarize it? Go. Elevator pitch. Sell me. This elevator. Or you're fired. I'm fired. <laughs> this is our podcast. You can't fire me, nigga. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this podcast today, we're going to talk. We talked about relationships. We talked about 50-50. We talked about, as a man, what you, sh- what you should be doing, what you should be providing for your woman. We also talked about how the black music and hip-hop is influencing our culture. And we've talked a little bit about capitalism and our role models. I think that was 10 out of 10. You're hired. <laughs> There's nothing left to say. I'm 90% this podcast. <laughs> 90 is crazy. 90? 90 is crazy. Uh, I mean, 50-50. 50-50. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much to tune- for tuning in. As I said, I'm Kari Brown, and this is Nick Snyder, and this is the Bonnet Brothers Brothers podcast. Sayonara.